You may kill me, but you may never insult me. Who am I? I'm Kevin Jack Sparrow. Get the truth about movies on the movie show. If he were telling the truth, he wouldn't have told us. <laughs> Tell them, Sparrow! Unless, of course, he knew you wouldn't believe the truth, even if he told it. Mm -hmm. Hello? Joey, it's Ross. I need some help. Help has come your way because you are listening to the movie show. What is up? Hey, what's happening? This is the movie show. On... Active FM. Mm -hmm. I'm Sash. My name is Ryan. And oh, we should have done our names backwards. He is. Nair. <laughs> and I am. Hasses. Uh, Hasses. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we could go with my fr my full name. That's like a lot. That's, that's Il Hasses. I was gonna say. Sound like a, a terrorist <laughs> or something. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. There we go. And we are doing our names backwards. Why? Because Enola Holmes, mm -hmm, Enola's name's backwards, he's alone. Alone. Which is very intense. So now I, I know what you're thinking. Why on earth are we only doing this movie now? Like it came out two whole years ago. It's a good question. I honestly... Okay, so this is what happened, right? Mm. So I watched the first one. I thought we did... I have so many movies that I th I think we've done a movie show on. Yeah, you need to... And I need to start writing them down. start laying yeah. them out on the table. I'm yeah. like, right, but we did. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. No, we didn't. Are you sure? And then we didn't. So mm. I thought we had mm. done a movie show on it and we hadn't. And then Enola Holmes 2 came out this year and I watched it. And I was like, well, let's do Enola Holmes 2. And Ryan was like, but I haven't watched the first one. And I was like, oh. So we thought, let's do one. And then next week we'll do... Two. Ta da! Mm -hmm. So, yes, we are doing Enola Holmes one. Yeah. In fact, I actually battled to get uh, to find interviews on this one because the ones that are, you know, like yeah, re reviews and stuff, because most of them are on the first one. Yeah. I mean, the second, second one. Second one, yeah. So I was like starting off, hi, I'm Nana, and I'm Nana, and this is Enola Holmes two. <sighs> no. Next one. So I was like, okay, Wikipedia, here we go. Yeah. 2020 film. Ryan, what mm. were your thoughts of this film? My thoughts. Um, I I couldn't uh, Millie Bobby Brown. I couldn't get her out my like. I, I would like. I was shocked that this was eleven. <laughs> <laughs> well, her hair is very long. Number <laughs> exactly. one, exactly. She uses her British accent, and she's and she's British. I found that out through this film oh, as well. I didn't know she was British. No clue. Oh, okay. Like all I'm uh, the whole time I have in my mind. I'm like, is that 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 like. Angry kid that doesn't know where they're not angry, but that like scary, <laughs> scary, scary child uh, that doesn't scary know English. Child, exactly. <laughs> All this time, and I'm just looking. I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's so, that. Throughout the whole film, I was like, okay. So you you were just shocked at the at Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, I was. It was just I don't know. I was just like, and then I saw interviews, and I'm like, and then I was just like. <laughs> Yeah, otherwise the film generally was good. Watched it with my family. Everybody loved it. Everybody stayed awake. And uh, it, w it was a good film. And when it ended, I was like, ah. <laughs> and then we went to sleep. <laughs> so it was very good. I feel like your standard thing mm. after watching a movie is going to sleep. Like yeah. you watch a movie and go to sleep. Well. And if it wasn't good, it stopped you from sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Well, it doesn't, yeah. I just go, go to bed. Hoping I don't get nightmares. <laughs> okay. Did you have nightmares after this one? <laughs> no. And the no, whole good fourth wall break, because obviously um, Millie Bobby Brown mm. consistently throughout the film, they, they wrote the it in wall. such a way where she constantly yeah. is talking to the camera, which is obviously breaking yeah. the fourth wall. What did, what were your thoughts of it? That was quite interesting. Uh, I, I loved it. And then throughout my research, I found out that it was her idea 
to mm. break the fourth wall. To keep breaking the and fourth wall. And I thought wall. it came from the director because the director does another series called, uh, well, yeah, it's, 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 it's a more like sort of British series and it's called Fleabag. And the woman breaks the fourth wall. Uh, as well. L- like exactly the way, even the talking style, all of that sure. is exactly the same. So I don't know if Millie Bobby Brown w- was like, oh, it's that director. Yeah, yeah. And she's British as Maybe well. Maybe so that's why sense. she asked for, because do you know that she was a producer on this film? Yeah. So, and on top of that, I'm like, this yeah. is no, uh, what did we call her? Not angry, uh, dangerous. Dangerous uh, child with. Dangerous child that doesn't know how to talk. What? Doesn't know <laughs> speak English. Yes. Or whatever. So this actually made Millie Bobby Brown one of the youngest actresses to have a producer credit mm. at the age of 16. In fact, I think she was 15 when they filmed it. So, But obviously they'll this take This is obviously on. post uh, Stranger Things, right? Well, it would have been before season four was released. Yeah. Because I remember watching an interview with her and Louis Partridge and the interviewer still asked her about Stranger Things season four. And she said, I can't say anything. So it's, it was 2020. Yeah. So I mean, and Stranger Things only Stra- came out this year. If, if you go look at Stranger Things one, she had no hair. And she was young. That's what I'm saying. But do you know, so when watching the behind the scenes footage, they did have stunt doubles, but a lot of the times Millie Bobby Brown was doing the fight scenes, like a lot of the times. Mm. And the two the two fighting techniques uh, she uses throughout the film is boxing and jiu-jitsu. Yeah, that and kick- she actually went to those classes who she still had a, sh- a, a shaved head of hair. So they thought she was a boy and she was just like, it's too much to explain. I'm just going to let them think I'm a boy so she literally went to these these boxing classes mm. at, at wait was this for this film or for Stranger I Things I think I don't think it was for this film I think she just went you know like I want to go do ballet or I want to go be, do boxing being an actor is cool because yeah like I said you in previous shows you learn a lot of skills yeah flying helicopters you know to fight don't mess with an actor do not mess especially like like unless they've only done rom-coms the, oh you never know eh <laughs> You never know. <laughs> Maybe they they hadn't, you know, released or they were during filming of some really big uh, Jackie Chan film starring that actor that you're about to mess with. You never know. Right. Yet they hire bodyguards. Yeah, well, you know, they haven't, they're not bulletproof. <laughs> but then again, oh, the bodyguard the is not. That's so true. Mm. Why do they? I think bodyguards is more crowd control. Yeah. Sorry, ma'am. S- sorry. Or they just don't want to be known as the actor that like took down 10 mm. crazy fans and killed them. Because, yeah. yeah. Never lost but it. like watching the B-roll footage, it was actually quite interesting because like it was a very physical film. There was obviously a lot of fighting in it. Yeah. And like even the whole train sequence, the way they did that train sequence was actually very cool. They didn't obviously film it on, okay, not obviously because like there have been films where they've actually filmed it on a train. Mm. This one, they actually went to like a sound studio. They built a train, a stationary train. It didn't move at all. And I, I still remember the, I don't know if it was the guy who was breaking, I think it, he was the, I don't know if he was involved in the VFX. I think he was because he kind of like went through the process. But he was saying the irony of it was the camera was on tracks, but the train itself was stationary. And obviously they would have the camera like sweeping. Yeah. And then they had like wind machines and stuff just Mm. to help the the actors because obviously the more like physical elements you can Mm. like give them or put on them to make them kind of feel 
what it would be like in that situation, the better yeah. for their acting. Mm. And then, yeah. Something that that uh, they spoke about in pr- with, the, with the production was that with her breaking the fourth wall, especially when she's in midst action, so she's busy walking away or she's busy walking and she turns to the camera and talks, you would think that, no, you know, you just point and shoot, but the focus puller, like, like, they actually said it was quite a challenge. Sure, okay, keeping imagine. just her, her face in, cha- uh, in, in focus. In focus, uh, especially because the gaps sort of widen and broaden mm. broaden Bro- yeah is that the word <laughs> widen and shrink they vary <laughs> yeah because sometimes you know well you know use your imagination the camera's cameraman's going a bit faster than you know but it's just keeping and if you look at it it's very very sharp yeah. and focused so one thing that was very good obviously they went back to like the victorian um era yeah. so like costume that was, design that was very uh on wikipedia they actually talk about the victorian age and i was like wait what does that mean and it was it was obviously a period okay i only found this out now but it was a period a period what was the name victoria the the queen queen victoria the queen victoria like imagine like that's your era like that's like that's how your name you know not just as king but there was an era <laughs> just sounds so powerful oh, you know? oh, named after you hey? yeah but now that's so it's it's difficult to create that because like you have to build sets because you can't just pick up a camera and start filming in your house you know because your house unless you you have a victorian style mm. house which is could happen, but it's not likely. Those people are out there. Yeah, but uh, and even like the costume and the costume design was very, very good. Um, so I think like from that perspective, also I liked the style of the way they made the film, mm. like with the whole pictures and like when she told backstories, it they they brought it because obviously this is based off of a book series. So there's obviously the Sherlock mm. Holmes because Enola Holmes is Sherlock's younger sister. So there was the Sherlock series and then they, there is actually an Enola Holmes series and Millie Bobby Brown and her sister actually read them when they were kids and wanted to make the films. And I think while she was on production for Godzilla, she then um, got whatever production company it was that backed them. Um, it was... Legend, legendary entertainments then offered financing to her and then she she made the film she was paid six million for her starring role and five hundred thousand as a producer fee wow that's how much she made off the film that's yeah that's a lot but of like money. the fact that they because you know in books when you read not all books but a lot of books will have pictures but they're not like they'll often be like sketches in a way so it's mm. like a pencil drawing or whatever and i found like when they did those those flashbacks i suppose that's what they were but they were in the form of like pictures and then they'd have the different characters like pop up and i thought that was like the the creative the creative aspect Even of the, the film cuts, the, the way they did some of the cuts yeah. when she went back because like you would see her like maybe in that current day and then let's say she threw a punch and then she like ducked and the next one coming up is like another girl and then yeah. it cuts to like when she was a, like you know yeah so the Cut, cuts and that were pretty creative it just and also like i like the way they did it so when she fights you know when she goes to i can't remember what it was i don't know if it was a firework factory or you know she goes yeah to, some sort of gunpowder yes and then the the guy that was looking for lord mm. lord tewksbury finds her and then uh, obviously there's a whole fight that ensues and i liked how they jumped back there to her mother teaching her how to fight because you first of all had context as to why this chick knows how to fight because it's not normal for for a chick to know how to fight but also he was she like in a lot of movies the the females like just 
destroy the men. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, like it was nothing. One. Not in this one. Like, mm. there was a couple of times I was just like, this chick is dead. Mm. And then when he drowns her, that underwater shot was was insane. But I liked how they also, even though she was in such a bad spot, they brought in like a comedic element to it. Yeah. So the whole, because <laughs> she was interacting with the camera and because she wasn't like panicking. She would like, just get punched. And then like, I liked uh, the way that she would sort of like, uh, give that sort of like look at the camera yeah. as if to be like and she didn't say anything but you knew she was like oh imagine that you know mm, yeah like you, you would sort of catch on with yeah. what she was saying and even when this is brilliant for me i'm like if you are ever being drowned i know that or, or like i was thinking drowned, about that yeah. like if you have no hopefully that never happens to you but if it does mm. pretend that you've died because then they'll let go of you and get the timing right yes because if it's too soon then yeah. so you you got to kind of fight a bit you're like okay how much oxygen have i got left? and then you're like <laughs> okay I think now about okay let's okay. do the twitch there we go okay and let me last fight limp. and then they'll let go of let you go. And then, but I love the wink underwater mm. and then she obviously mm. come I thought that was very that was like mm, that's mod I just like a that worked <laughs> but in that sequence so before the guy comes she obviously goes into the the factory and she's busy looking at and then she's looking at the items on the table and then discovers that her mother's been involved in creating like bombs and stuff that I noticed a, a a editing continuity issue that I didn't notice before so what happens is she's walking past the table then she stops looks at something then she carries on walking and then I think she stops again but then they so they 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 have her in a long shot, then she carries on walking, they jump to a close-up, then they jump back to the long shot, but it's actually just the previous shot continuing. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh. But she wasn't even in the right position, but they obviously didn't have the footage that they needed, so they mm. kind of just, you know, like, I'm sure no one will notice. It'll have to suffice. And then, yeah. Mm. But I didn't notice the first time watching it. That probably would have been, because I watched it in 2020. I think I watched it possibly twice Wow. Um, in 2020. Really? I watched it by myself, and then I think I sure. showed my family. And then I watched it again now, because I, mm. I, I needed a refresher. Um, Yeah. I honestly, though, when I first watched it, so like, I felt like the feminist, there was a bit of a feminist message within it. Obviously, with it's obviously centered around a female in a very male dominated world. It's kind of weird world. because of what happened to the grand as well. So it's kind of like, because didn't the grand, no, not even with the yeah, sort Which of with grand? the grand. The. Tukes, very good. Tuke, whatever his name the is. The person that was. The, 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 the antagonist. Did the killing, okay, yeah. Yes, that's yes, it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But then, so so after watching Enola Holmes too, I was, I mean, after watching Enola Holmes, I was like, you know, like, yeah, like I don't, it wouldn't go on my greatest movie list. It wouldn't go. It was like, That's what and I remember speaking to Tim about it, and he hated it. He literally, he said the fourth wall breaks were so stupid. I was just uh, like, okay. Then when Enola two, Enola Holmes two okay. came out, I was like, you know what? Let me watch it. So mm. I watched it, and what I found was they brought in a lot more of the Sherlock Holmes story and characters into number two. Because mm. even like Sherlock Holmes in this one, he's not Sherlock Holmes. Jennifer, he's just mm. got that like. He, he doesn't do what Sherlock Holmes normally does. Do you understand? Like, he's not, he's quite a distinguishable he's gentleman. He's just sort of a presence Like, there. Sherlock Holmes is not distinguished by mm. any means. He's the mad hatter running around solving. The, he's brilliant. He's genius, but he's not, he's, he would not describe him as a gentleman. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, like, they, the, I felt the way they portrayed him was more like that. But then in the second one, the way they brought in the other characters and then 
there's a bit more focus on Sherlock Holmes. And so I felt like I really, really, really enjoyed the second one. And then when I rewatched the first one, because of the second one, I was actually able to enjoy the first one. Because now you've almost got the context of the second one. Mm. Yeah. So I think and what they did. Okay, yeah. That's cool. What they did, they did the second one very well. Sometimes, like we've always said this, they, they sometimes do the first movie and then the second one comes out and you're just like, that was terrible. The first one was way better. And then other times, like this, in this case, they actually improve the whole, the series as a whole, mm. by the way, that they do the, the second one. The other thing, though, is the actors. So Henry Cavill and Sam Claffin. So they were the, that was Mycroft. That guy and shocked me. Both of those actors are actually so brilliant because I can, I can pick roles that they've done where I've completely hated them. You're talking about Hunger Games with like, uh, not okay. I didn't really hate hung, uh, Sam in Hunger Games. I this couldn't believe one, it was him. This one I didn't like him. Is I it? hated his character in this uh, one. I really didn't like him. And yeah. then like Henry Cavill in Mission Impossible mm. didn't like him at all. Like mm. he had the whole moustache thing going. But like in this film, I love mm. Henry. Um, like he's Henry. You, you like Henry Cavill. Mm. And then watching an interview, so I watched two interviews with um, Millie Bobby Brown, Henry Cavill, and Sam Claflin. And Sam is so nice. He's such a nice guy. You know, when you're just like, how is this the same person? I disliked you. Like, you know, when you see his face, you're just like, oh, I don't like that guy. Literally. And good then actor. in interviews, you're just like, okay, no, he's actually a nice person. But mm. they, they're very good actors mm. because they, they, they can get you not to like them. Which, I, as an actor, that's your job. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like the audience, if you're playing in an antagonistic role, the audience should have certain feelings about you. Like they shouldn't just go, oh, I like that person. Mm. So now I'm not, even though they're morally wrong and doing bad things, I still like, like do you understand what I'm saying? Mm. So I think from a cast perspective, and I think that that, um, so the young, the young guy, Louis, uh, who played Lord Tewksbury, that this was his first acting role. In fact, he was still in school at the time. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I didn't recognize him from anywhere. No, I so was just like, "Who's this guy?" Uh, that was. I know he's gone on to do other things since then, but this was his like first major role. And Millie Bobby Brown also had a part in choosing him because obviously she had the producer elements to her role. So, but I thought he did a a pretty good job. Yeah, they did. Yeah, very cool. But overall, I think it was, it's an enjoyable film. It's not like a, a heavy film. And it is a film where you kind of have to think. So like you obviously have to watch it. It's really? a murder. It's a, not a murder mystery. It's a, it's a, what's it called? Uh, it's apparently it's a cr uh, crime, crime something. Crime mystery, crime drama. I think it's a crime mystery. Yeah. So you obviously have to like, yeah, mystery crime. You mm. have to watch it to like, yeah. Otherwise you're going to get to the end and you're just going to be like, Wait, what happened? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just felt like uh, I didn't really have that space to sort of figure out anything. Cause the film was just sort of leading you along yeah. type of thing. Um, what's quite interesting is that th this film made it to be one of the films that were filmed during the whole COVID yes. pandemic. So originally it was going to be released at cinemas, but then um, Netflix obviously picked it up and instead they sort of released it. And this mm. actually became one of the most watched original Netflix film releases yeah. with an estimate of 76 million households watching the film over just the first four weeks. Sure. Suppose it had nothing else million. to do. And Netflix was still going through um, the whole cuties thing that had just come out at that stage. Yeah. So, um, 
the fact that this film still mm. did that, it, it shows that it, it it was Netflix technically did need it. I know it belonged to Warner Brothers yeah. first, but then um, due to I think the, the the pandemic really hits like the the production companies that didn't have a streaming. Mm solution i know like since then i don't know when paramount plus came out but i personally hadn't heard about it before 2020 it almost felt like it they uh, netflix picked it up quite quickly because hey? mm. wasn't this also around a time where um there weren't too many netflix films yet no they were netflix now starting series, they were yeah. now starting to pick up the yeah. film so this was obviously like it's almost like they had a handful they already knew, okay, guys, okay, we need to start picking. So that they acted quite quickly mm. on picking up films and now everybody else is like, I feel like Netflix is like the the Macintosh <laughs> of the filming, you know. <laughs> of the streaming. Yeah, yeah, like they do stuff and everyone's like, oh, look, they're doing that. Okay, now we're also going to do it, you know, yeah. type of thing. So so last fact, right? Helena Bo- Bo- Bonham Carter, who is a brilliant actress. She is so good. She's often mm. with Johnny Depp. So if you don't, she was the mother, uh, Eudoria. That's right. So yeah. she often, she was the Red Queen in um, yep. the Alice in Wonderland. Mm. She's also played Mar- the Queen Sister Margaret in the Crown series. But in this, she plays the committed suffragette uh, Eudoria Holmes. But in real life, she's actually the great granddaughter of H.H. H. Asquith, who served as the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom from 1908 to 1916. Oh, cool. So he was Prime Minister during like the First World mm. War, and that was during the height of the suffrage movements. He was also a staunch opponent of votes for women. <laughs> so now he's like, great-granddaughter's like, stuff you, man! Stuff you! <laughs> yeah. It's your great-grandfather. I don't care. Stuff him. But it's quite interesting that your great-grandfather was the prime minister He's not alive during anymore. During World War One. It's like, okay. And if he was alive today, I would say... Stuff you, man! <laughs> Yeah, so great for my. I'm looking forward to the, to second, the second one. one. Yeah, so go watch the second one, and then next week you'll be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I also like that part. Yeah. <laughs> but this has been the movie show on your favorite ORSPS. Peace. Cheers. Go find us and click that button Twitter, Facebook. TikTok, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and so much more. See all the fun posts, get involved in interesting discussions, voice your opinions, and get updates by following us on social media. Spread the word. It's that simple. Become part of the family today because radio has never been better.